Coming to you live, this is your MTG Action Forward News Team. Hello, this is MTG Action 4 News, your news team for keeping things fresh in the multiverse. I'm Mr. Combo Number 5, providing you new ways to lose your friends. Then we have Big Tuck, your breaking news source. Yes, and for all of our friends out there, I would like to wish you a Merry Chrysler. And if that's a little too uh, religious for you, I'd also like to wish you a Happy Honda Days. Squee McGee getting you caught up with the meta traffic with the Weatherlight Report. I'm bringing you the beat on the street. Then we have the head of CMD Tower himself. Merry Christmas. Sure was full. Well, he is binging an American Christmas classic, Christmas Vacation, so he decided he doesn't have to work. Thank you for tuning in to your number 12 source of Magic the Gathering news. We are excited to be nominated for an Emmy Cruel one day. We could possibly hope. Well, we're going to start off the top of the cast with the latest in Carnage that ensued with games on Sunday, which are actually more like MTG OKC with... 45 Mr. Cum, I'm going to stop you right there. Oh. I have nothing to talk about because I drank no fewer than 15 Wisconsin Old Fashions on Saturday. <laughs> 15 Old Fashions? It was hungover Whoa. well into Tuesday. Wow. So I have nothing else to talk about. How about, how about this? I, I have two games that I'll, I'll, I'll talk about one in your stead because it'll okay. be a short one just because it's mm-hmm. funny. But I'm going to start off with this amazing win that I got. So it's probably the most satisfying Karametra win I have ever had. You took Karametra to OKC? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're a madman. So uh, I was playing up uh, against two of the guys from Ultra Budget Brews from EDH Rex Crew. Um, and great Joe crew, from our by the play way. group. Yeah, super, super great guys. We actually, uh, in gals, uh, we all went out and grabbed like a big team dinner Saturday night. Uh, That's the guy who's coming into the debate, right? Yeah, yeah, the guy yeah. from Joplin, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. So it was super cool, you know, and, uh, you know, definitely for everyone out there, you know, go check out uh, Andrew's articles on EDH Rec. Uh, he does these great budget brews uh, articles on Twitter as well. Uh, he puts out, like, these super cheap, underutilized cards. So if you're I can testify to- they are spicy. <laughs> Yeah, if you're trying to build on a budget, it's fantastic. But yeah, we all ended up like we were supposed to go to this uh, brewery for dinner uh, Saturday night, uh, called them and they were like, hey, we don't do reservations. So I sent Squee McGee and a couple other guys from our crew there while I was still wrapping up a game. And to order they, a party of 13. <laughs> oh, yeah, 13. So uh, I get a call and they're like, hey, it's like over an hour wait and maybe we'll get seated so we all conceded but of course i'm scrambling anyone who knows me i'm a planner i don't like doing stuff at the last minute yes so i'm looking through on my phone i find this chicken place and i'm like okay i call them and they're like ah sure we could do that we have a private area (laughs) dining that you guys could do i was like i don't think that's necessary because i'm just assuming it's a restaurant uh so but this whole time in my head i'm like oh fuck man this place is sorry This whole time, I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be terrible. It's not going to be good. Uh, we get there. The outside was actually really cool looking. We mm-hmm. get inside. It looks like a Popeye's chicken. Um, sure does. And so <laughs> we, we, we like and it's super awkward because it's one of those. You have a to big go old the, spiral staircase yeah. that just like went into the basement. And yeah. Nobody and so, knew where that went. Really. <laughs> we, we, we get there and they're like, well, here are the menus. and You just come to us when you're ready to order. <laughs> we're like, OK, so we're there. Uh, the EDH, EDH rec uh, guys and all of their uh, attendees arrive. And then the uh, 
uh, server lady comes out, which she's not even really a server because they don't do that there. They don't have yeah, waitresses. Yeah, she just like works behind the counter, yeah, right? she just works behind the counter. She's like, hey, do you guys want like this area down in the basement? It's like really big and it's I'll give it to you guys for free. And we're like, I guess, sure. Because we were just going to literally have to sit at two separate high tops. Um, it was, right. it was be very so dope down there. But oh, dude, was it was amazing. so cool. It was like a finished basement. Yeah. had like the stone had, like, a table for 25 with wow. like a TV and all yeah. that. Yeah. And so we just hung out. And then the lady was like, when you guys are ready to order, just come up and let us know. We're like, oh, yeah, no big deal. Not five minutes went by. She brought down pitchers of water. Yeah. Went ahead and said, hey, when you guys are ready to order, I'll take your order. We're not that busy. And she served us the whole night. It was amazing. And I shit you not. She came to us and she was like, hey, what are you guys talking about? What game is that? Right at the end of dinner? <laughs> and we we're like, oh, Magic the Gathering. She's like, really? I have two decks. What? Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. crazy. Yep. I think she said she has a Nekazar. So, you know, she's a degenerate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It she's, was an amazing. She, so she like, can bang. <laughs> yeah, the whole night we were just jamming out, talking about Magic. And then she was just like, what is that game? And I was like, absolutely, I play that. I don't know if they're any good, but yeah, it was it was a great nice. time. So it, shout yeah, out it was to, so I much don't fun. remember the name of that this. place. Yeah, then we did a massive drinkathon at our place, uh, jamming out games to like three in that the morning. That went to like three, oh, yeah, roughly shit. three to three thirty in the oh, morning. Oh yeah, yeah, I definitely blacked out. <laughs> oh, nice, yeah, for, for, for sure, for sure. I witnessed that. Uh, so back to Magic Fest OKC. <laughs> yeah. uh, this was a Karametra versus Arcades versus Queen Marchesa versus Angie. So I got Ultra oh. the Brood down turn one, Ugh. got an Essence Warden down turn two. Oh, Warden stuck it. around long enough. It gained me something like 50-ish life. Holy oh, shit. Man, I love uh, when that card does work. Yeah. Queen Marchesa throughout the game had been board wiped at least three to four times. Not necessarily oh like global yeah. board wipes, but more like uh, the Arcades doing, oh, the power two or more gets right, destroyed. Yeah. Stuff like that. Um, so that had happened a whole bunch of times. Uh, throughout this, you know, the Monarch had gotten passed around. Uh, the Arcades player had had the Monarch now for about 10 turns, give or take. So they're drawing tons of cards. Plus, they're Arcades things, which is drawing them tons of cards. But I'm also sure. playing Ultra of the Brood, which is milling a bunch of cards. Uh, and then eventually, the Queen Marchesa player plays that Saga that does a Armageddon, but then each oh, upkeep she right, has, yeah. you get two back from the yard. So at this point, I had 80-something life, and he had True Conviction out. Uh, I, I, from memory, I can't remember either Angie was dead or this combat, she died, but basically Arcades decided, okay, I'm not worried about Queen Marchesa. Uh, I need to make sure that this Karametra player doesn't mill me out, swung out right. everything at me. I went to 11. He did like 69 <laughs> damage shit. to me. He drew Who did from the, Mar the Marchesa player. No, no, no. This is the Arcades player. Oh, right. Yeah. So he drew for the Monarch. I said, how many cards left in your deck? He said two. Oh, no, sorry. He had three at that point. Goes to uh, my turn. Uh, I play. I, I look at the Queen Marchesa player. They have three cards in their deck. I say, okay. I play a land. They both mill. I pass. <laughs> upkeep trigger. Get two lands back from my yard. Boom. Mill twice. Draw step. <laughs> dead. Arcades. <laughs> draw step. Dead. I nice. milled out two players with Karametra. I what, how'd it, you get? How'd you get the great? How'd you get the lands in? Because of the saga, the uh, two oh, where you get three. the lands back? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the funny thing is that the uh, gentleman that was playing the Angie deck, uh, when he saw the the altar of the bird, he's like, I don't really get why you have that card. By the end of the game, he's like, Dude, you have made me into an absolute believer in that card. That thing wrecked, and I was like, false, I know, false, pro false prophet. It's only, <laughs> it's only, it's only good. It's only good. 
I'm like three decks. <laughs> oh, whatever. Well, uh, Squee, is there any games from OKC you want to talk about? I don't want to talk about any specific games, but since this was my first Magic Fest, I wanted to talk about the gaming experience overall. Um, so I'd never been to a Magic Fest before, and I was pretty excited to get down there and start jamming out some games. And I think this was pretty universal in our playgroup, except for Joe, who somehow like squeaked into all of the nicest games all weekend long. Like He was playing with children and their families like, three or four times, while uh, myself, Mr. Combo, and Will... We're getting housed by competitive Seriously? Decks. So every table, the first day we got there, we sat down at, we're like, hey, how are you feeling? You know, what do you want to play? What do you want to do here? I don't really have any CEDH decks, right. but I have some things that are like six, seven, eight-ish, depending on the game, however it goes. When they go, yeah, I, you know, I'll play a seven, and then they'd combo out in four or five turns. And Wait, say, really? Oh, that's never happened before. I never, I don't know how this deck works like that. Um, Scum. <laughs> I got murdered by Gitrog Monster on oh, turn yeah, two and three, Git, Git like three or four rough. different times. Um, so the first day, and this was all on the first day, so I think people were really excited to get there and just yeah, like, and show off, dump yeah, out sure. their stuff and beat people down. Um, so the first day was a bit of a grind. I had a lot more fun going around to the vendors and finding cool cards. I found like a, uh, a Sarah Ascendant foil artist signed copy for eight bucks. Nice. Which was what are you doing? Nice. What are you doing with the other copy? Uh, sold it. Damn it. Bye. Sorry. But uh, the second day, then we started playing, and those were a lot more casual games, because there were a lot of people that had experienced what we had experienced the day before, and be like, wow, yeah, I just played like five CEDH games in a row. Right, I yeah, I want to actually level, like, see what level. my deck looks like. Um, right. So we did that, and then we played a couple games with the, uh, the EDH rec cast and the budget, or budget Bruise cast, and those were a blast. We had so much fun with those, and had nice. them over, like we said earlier, to the, to the house afterwards, after we got dinner and played a bunch of games till three in the morning. That was a total blast with people that I never met before, but... Also had a lot of that spirit of like, sure. we want to play fun decks, have fun with that. So in general, I had a great time at uh, Magic Fest. I thought the first day was a little competitive, but you know, well, that's yeah, what right? I got out of it as my first experience. So that's really all I had to talk about. It was overall a great time for a couple of days. Good. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I can definitely, before I, I wrap it up with uh, the short story of this last game, which uh, was actually uh, Ultra Budget Brew's brother that just just wanted to just hose me for no reason. Uh, <laughs> but the the competitive scene was way worse than it was in uh, Magic Fest OKC and even Magic Fest Vegas. Like me wow. and Will going into day two. Day two, Forrest, day two, Wong? <laughs> he was Sorry. there wrecking at other tables. Uh, yeah, he was. Um, God, man, he cleaned up in those mystery boosters. Dude, uh, he he got opened so tender. many good mystery boosters. Damn. Yeah, uh, sold it to me for 40 bucks. I was happy. <laughs> Is it? Um, uh, but yeah, so, um, you know, me and Will, I think that first day played like five CEDH games, six CEDH games. Yeah, I played uh, three or four, and my Reese is my best deck, and that's yeah. by no means a CEDH deck. Like, yeah, so like, was like Will was yeah. just playing Kai Car left and right, and I was playing my uh, turns and burns, and I was just getting burnt out on it. To where literally, I went in the next day being like, look, if anyone wants to play CEDH, I'll play one game today. That's it. Any others? Yeah. If I sit down and they say they want to play CEDH, I'm going to get my ticks and I'm going to leave leave yep yep um but the last game i want to talk about was a sissy weather like captain god tribal versus sissy weather like captain who was uh ultra budget bruce's brothers uh his was a legend tribal uh ultra budget was playing his golos mazes in deck Ooh, and then, big fan. And this was big the last fan. game before saturday uh before we went to dinner saturday night so this is the only thing keeping us from dinner 
And then we had a, a random person from the Magic Fest OKC that sat down to, to play with us. Uh, always happy to play with, you know, anyone out there. Sure. But the this guy was will. just so he was so easily manipulated. Uh, he was playing uh, the Mirko Voss uh, uh-huh. Mildek, and he did nothing that made any sense. No rhyme or reason. Uh, but I played my captain Sissé turn three. I, I don't have all the mana ramp. Uh, other Sissé player, I think he uh, sorts to plowshares it. I'm like, okay. Uh, I get down a sword. I eventually get down a um, Solvala to tap for a bunch of mana. I equip the sword to it. He then tries, and it was a pro white, pro blue. And he tries to sure. exsanguinate it. Or not exsanguinate it, but um, the uh, Orzov colorless... Utter end? Think, uh, is it utter? Anguish of making. Anguish of making. Thank you. He tries to anguish of making it. I'm like, ha, pro white, eat it. And he's like, okay, chaos warp. And I was just like, you <laughs> son of a bitch. And he literally just purposely hosed me. And then anytime this, the, the, the random guy was like, hmm, what should I do? He's like, oh, yeah, you should just totally hit him. Um, it was absolutely absurd. And the crazy thing is that. Sounds, that, sounds like a smart player to me. No, the crazy thing is that there was a monarch being passed around, and the other Sisse player had the monarch, and he had no way to block oh. said Mirko Voss, <laughs> but the dude refused to attack it. He hit me two to three times with Mirko Voss, and he hit uh, the Golos player once, I think, with Mirko Voss. Um, uh. And even and we both were like, are you kidding? The monarch's there. Take the card. <laughs> Do it. He didn't want it. Yeah, he didn't he need was it. smart. He was smart. He knew that's that's what we in the industry call proper threat assessment. Indeed. Yeah, <laughs> Indeed. yeah. Well, guys, that's going to wrap up 40 Life and a Dash. Now to cover what's going on in your local multiverse. What's the plane chase? Uh, with today being Christmas Eve and this entire time about giving and sharing, we thought we would review some notable group hug cards, but also the ones that are some Scrooge McDucks out there. So we're going to talk about a naughty and nice list. Um, you know, I'm going to start this one off with a card that is on my nice list. Uh, we actually talked about political cards and how group hug doesn't really work with uh, Lowry from the Commander Smiths. But this card is a just pure group hug card. Rights of Flourishing. Uh, hey, this two, is one of mine, too. <laughs> hey, there you go. Two colorless green at the beginning of each player's draw step. That player draws an additional card. Each player may play an additional land on each of her turns. This is the definition of I'm helping everyone out because when you play it, you don't even get to draw the extra card until your next um, until turn. Until immediately, yep. yes, yep. definitely. We'll get into this later, but this can be symmetrical because, like I said, this in a maze's end deck is a lot better than this is like in like a normal deck. But... For 99% of the time, this is a good card for the table to, to have. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Squee McGee, what's a card that you want to talk about? What is it on the naughty or the nice list? Oh, it's on the nice list. It's a, a good old boy, Wallace Shards. Oh. So it's a 1-8 flying defender for one colorless and a white. Reads defender, flying, cumulative upkeep. When opponent gains one life. Oh, that's nice. At the beginning nice. of your up, you know, it's a defender. It can't hurt anybody. It's a 1-8. It's a big ass. It can't get through to it. It's a nice blocker. It gives everybody one life every once in a while. You just kind of dish it out as you feel during sure. the game. I think it's a great card. It's really harmless for the most part. Yeah, I would agree with that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Big Tuck, naughty so or nice. I, I did have, uh, I have I have examples from both, um, but I'm staying nice. So Rites of Flourishing was one of mine, but I also want to talk very similar about a card to Howling Mine. Oh, yeah, so, absolutely. Again, very similar. Um, this does completely screw you and Nekazar decks, but outside of that one deck architect, 
this is definitely a card that's good for everyone. Um, two, two drop artifact at the beginning of each player's draw step. If it's untapped, that player draws an additional card. So um, you don't get the effect immediately. Everyone else does before it comes around to you. And it's very rare where drawing that one card during your, uh, during your uh, draw step is going to help you. Now, yeah. there are certain decks that are going to punish you for it. There are certain decks where the amount of cards that people have in hands matters. But for the most part, this is generally something that's good. Generally something you don't blow up. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. So I'm going to do the first naughty card. I'm talking party, Jace. And I'm going to tell you why it's naughty. This is Jace Bellerin. Uh, it's a colorless oh, blue yeah, blue. Yeah. This one does uh, sneak up on you. It, it's three loyalty, and he has three abilities. Plus two, each player draws a card. Minus mm -hmm. one, target player draws a card. Mm -hmm. Here's why he's naughty. Target player puts the top 20 cards of his or her library into his or her graveyard for minus 10. So it's one of those cards that you play and you do yep. the plus ability and it's like, oh, well, that's nice because I even saw this played at Magic Fest OKC a few times and <laughs> people are like, oh, let's party, party. And they start slamming the table and be like, sure, yeah. I'll plus two. Well, after five turns, someone's going to be milling someone's, 20. Someone's getting hurt. Yeah. So, someone's someone's getting, hurt. getting punished. So that is one so. of my naughty cards. Uh, uh, I would agree. Yeah, that's yes. uh, that has just I don't know maliciousness <laughs> written all over it. I think yeah, I know even even his art. He kind of looks like he's like trying to be elusive. Like yeah. his head's kind of covered little, up by the hoodie, he's, and he's a little bit, a little bit trickster. He's he a little trickster. Wants some candy? Yeah. Oh man! All uh, right, Squee, naughty or nice? Oh, this one's naughty. It's called Deathmatch. It's a black enchantment for three colorless and a black. It reads enchantment description. <laughs> Whenever a creature comes into play, that creature's controller may have target. Oh creature God! His or her I've choice. never seen that before. Minus three, minus three until end of turn. It's naughty as can be. That is extremely naughty. Oh man! You build a deck that has four fours or above. You put that out, and then the whole board is chaosing everybody else out of the game. Oof. Uh, yikes! That is brutal. Isn't That's it? so gross. I thought, uh, I, I thought I like I'd try it. and pull a few uh, deep cuts in the old group hug. There, I like it. Yeah, that that wrecks all token decks. That wrecks most of the ramp. In any sort of green or white deck, if you could have black, that would go in your gear deck real well. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, uh, Big Tuck, naughty or nice? Uh, I will do one of my naughty ones. So um, I have talked about how there are two cards that draw when it's a symmetrical effect, right? And I'm going to talk about another one. But this is not all that it seems. It may look like an open hand, but in reality, it's a closed <laughs> fist. Mm. We're talking fecundity. Oh, two yeah. colorless and a green for an enchantment. Whenever a creature dies, that creature which controller may draw a card. <laughs> so, what you think on, when you look at this, you're like, so, when I board wipe, I'm going to get to draw, like, four cards. Yeah. And, the, and, the, and the Prosh player, <clears throat> me, <clears throat> is like, yeah, you're right. But then, when it comes around to my turn, and I sack six creatures and draw six cards for literally free, <laughs> not exactly what you're hoping for. Nope. But you, but... You keep out hope thinking, like, at some point this is going to turn around for me. I'm not going to waste an enchantment removal on this thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. This, is, this card, if you see it, is kill on sight. Because if someone's running this in their deck, they're running it for an explicit purpose. Yeah. <laughs> no, that makes, that makes absolute sense. Uh, that, so, that's filthy. Yes, and, and I, it's, been on my, it's been on Big Tuck's naughty list for a while. But then mm. I saw it in MTG Kansas City. Uh, and, yeah, it wrecks. So, for so uh, I'm going to talk about a nice card, uh, one that honestly I had not seen before. We're talking Arbiter of Knoll Ridge. 
This is six colorless white giant wizard five five with vigilance. When he ETBs, oh. each player life total becomes the highest life total among all players. <laughs> wow. You know what? Oh, that is by nice. itself. Hey, by itself, it is a nice card. Hey, it you've is. been getting picked on. I'll pay seven mana and make your life total whatever <laughs> anyone's life total is. Yes, I'm sure you can do degenerate things with it, a.k.a. Silencia the Dark Angel. Uh, mm. But right. you know what? Uh, I think it's a on surface by itself. It is a fair, nice card. Because uh, you it, know what? It, it, it's it's kind of like something you would see in a police deck of well, sorts. Could could you imagine how how people would feel? Say you gave them a Christmas present of oh, I have the most life, so I'm gonna gift everybody else my life total. Uh, Welcome uh, to my party. All right, well, Squee McGee, what uh, less offensive, naughty, nice card do you have? So I think this is pretty nice. It's kind of naughty. I really, I'm, I'm on the fence about it's it because you huh? could build it either way. But it's Sailmonger. So it's a 3-3 blue monger for three colorless and a blue. And three reads, three blue monger, you said. I, that is what I said for three colorless and a blue. Target creature gains flying until end of turn. Any player may oh. activate this Oh, that's ability. absolutely a nice card. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. By itself, I mean, that is a nice card. What if you run a deck that kills all sorts of creatures with flying? But by itself, that is a nice card. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean... You could turn you know, an card into a dick card. I, I would lean towards it, but I, this seems like such a great chaos for the absolute like board state. Like, If this card was out there on the board and I could activate all flying creatures for my Reese tokens, it's a game ender, but it just just watching three or four people try and do Merc this at the same Mercadian time. Mercadian Mass, great. the set this comes from, has a lot of these things where it's like any may, any player may play this ability. Oh, I love so, them. yeah, it's an I interesting design phase for because sure. Because you have no control over it. Also, if you look at this, it's, oh, okay, it got ratted to human monger. I was like, I expected some sort of like horrible beast and it's actually like a fairly attractive blonde lady, so. Well, big monger's, tuck. man. <clears throat> Naughty or nice? Um... Let's do let's do a naughty one. So again, for you acolytes out there, this card does nothing but evilness. Tempt with discovery. <laughs> this this is abjectly a naughty card. Yes. So three three colorless and a green. Tempting author. Search your library for a land card and put it into the battlefield, untapped or it doesn't say anything. Just put it in the battlefield. <laughs> Each opponent may search their library for a land card and put it also into the battlefield. For each opponent who searches the library this way, search your library for a card and put it back on. So a lot of people are like, yeah, I'll take a free card. Yeah, I'll take a free land. Nope. I'm a pinch. Nope. No, you nope. are a fool. Light that thing you on are, fire. You are a fool. It's like expropriate. Uh, you never take it. Yes, you never take it. You never take it. But there's always that one person and hopefully sitting to your left or he or she are sitting to your left and they're like, God, I need a, I need a land so bad. This would help me so much. And you're like, hey, now you can get it. And then by then, the other people are like, all right, fine. I'll get one, too. Yeah, exactly. Say, ha, ha, ha. See, the way I look at it is if one person does it, might Everyone as well, should, might yes. As well. Totally. Totally. So, but this yeah. this card is a naughty, naughty card. Yep. Burn on sight. Yep. So uh, my last one, uh, I mean, we had a bunch of them, but obviously we don't want to talk forever about who's naughty sure. or nice. But this is a new card, and this is the definition of naughty, considering he is now running in CEDH circles. We're talking Kenrith, the Return King. He is absolutely deceptively naughty. Really? So he is four colorless white, five, five, mythic. And he has five activated abilities, one for each of the Wooburg colors. First one, mono, just pay a red. All creatures gain trample and haste to lend a turn. 
Well, well, I okay. could, that that could seem nice. Hey, yeah. I'll give you haste and trample if you swing it. Swing at them. I'll give everyone yep. haste and trample. Uh, colorless and a green. Put a plus one plus one counter on target creature. That seems fairly, you know, I'll throw a counter on your guy. He had a minus one, minus one counter. No big deal. I'll get rid of that. Yeah, I'll take care of that. Uh, the next one, two colorless and a white. Target player gains five life. You know what? I won't let you die. I'll just go <laughs> ahead and do this. Uh, three colorless and a blue. Target player draws a card. Are you Boros player? You have no cards in hand. How about I give you a card? And then four colorless black. Put target creature card from a graveyard onto the battlefield under its owner's control. <laughs> you know what? I'm sorry they board wiped your favorite thing. Let me bring it back for you. Literally, <laughs> everything I said there and the way that I said it makes me sound like Satan because that's literally oh, what yeah, it kind of does. Have you ever gone into a business meeting where it felt a little weird and like things uh, were going a little so, too so, well? So, like, what, I, yeah. I, re I heard about the state where it's like a good deal is where both people walk away disappointed. Yeah. Or like not getting something. <laughs> yep. Yeah, this card is kind of now that you it's gross. The way that you say it, this it's gross. Yeah, this card is it makes me evil. feel a little yeah. I took a shower right before this and I kind of want to go take another one yeah I mean because you're never gonna attack the, why would you attack me I can give you whatever I can give you whatever you want exactly you basically <laughs> just and the nice thing is it's not a uh, hey I'm gonna play this sorcery or instant and you'll get a benefit and then the deal's done he's right. out there you can offer the deal as many times as you want but then where he turns naughty is that fourth ability target player draws a card well wooberg makes infinite mana in a variety of ways you could literally just uh, mill out sure. everyone on the spot and kill them uh but i don't even like that i don't i don't even like that part of it this the entire card is just like pitting people against each other <laughs> yeah this is like the sleaziest salesman i've ever talked to and if you look at him sitting on that throne he kind of looks like satan leaning back being like oh he does yes. look extraordinarily smug so that that is he my knows. final he knows. naughty card because I feel like he is a great naughty commander. Big <laughs> Tuck, do you have a last card to talk about? So there is a time where you don't want to take someone up on it, okay? But there is a time where you do. And that time is not with Tempt with Discovery, but it is with Collective Voyage. Uh, yeah, I actually had this is, as well. Did you? Perfect. So one green for a sorcery. Join forces. Starting with you, each player may pay any amount of mana. Each player searches their library for up to X basic land cards, where X is the total amount of mana paid this way, puts them on the battlefield, tapped, and then shuffles their library. You ramp, everyone ramps. And I've I've done this before, where it's been, uh, I'm going last. First person, nothing. First, second person, nothing. Third person, nothing, right? Land, go. Then I'm like, collect a voyage for zero. Mm -hmm. And then they're all like, yeah. Yeah, okay, sure, I'll, go get, sure. I'll go get three basic yeah, lands. I could use a few. And the thing I like about this most is that what do what do most commander players hate? Long games. Yep. What does this help? Making games go way faster. Yep, that's so, fair. I love me some Collective Voyage, um, and it's also not, but the reason why it's on the naughty list is the price. $4. Ugh. Ugh. Back yeah, but yeah, that's, that's, that's out of Big Tuck's budget corner. Yeah, that, that, that card is definitely a nice card, because I, I had it in there because... No one has to pay. I mean, if you're desperate yeah. for the lands, they could just get your benefits. So yeah, it essentially yeah, allows totally. everybody to play their deck as they'd like to. And yep. revert in reverse to the other one, they all come to play tap too. So you're like, I can't even do anything with it. And this they're basics. Bum, bum, bum. Yes, so. exactly. Um, but I love would, these collective voyage. Yeah. Um, and since Big Squee, wow, Jesus. Big Squee's back again. 
Big Squeeze. Big Squeeze back again. Uh, since he didn't have one, the honorary mention, the last one I had for my naughty list, Edric Spymaster of Trest. Oh, colorless, oh, yeah. green, blue, 2-2. Two, two. Whenever a creature deals combat damage to one of your opponents, its controller may draw a card. It seems like it's a Groot Hug. Hey, hit my opponents. Draw some cards. But really, all it is, I'm throwing out all these weenies that are unblockable. And you are incorrect. <laughs> 10, 15, 20 cards. So yes. that's why he's one of the most hated commanders out there. Oh, so. And one sure. of my first ones. Oh, how, yeah. how nice of you. I'm glad you've moved on from that phase. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's going to wrap up what's the plane chase now in the last segment squeed dives into those creative juices with the weatherland report. welcome back to the weatherland report coming to you live from weatherlight chopper 4 i'm squee mcgee so i've been a little tired of all this group hug talk here so today we're blowing up your board state we're making zero friends we're talking shatter gang brothers oh it's gonna be so gross this deck's so <laughs> yeah, gross it's, bad. it's like it's against everything in my being of what i'd like to make a deck out of but i might build it just because it's like you the should, opposite you of should. how i like to play for those playing the home game shatter gang brothers is a 3-3 legendary goblin artificer for one colorless a black a red and a green and he reads for two and a black sacrifice a creature each other player sacrifices a creature for two and a red sacrifice an artifact each other player sacrifices an artifact and for two and a green sacrifice an enchantment each other player sacrificing an enchantment. Yuck. Yuck yeah. is right. It's, it's very gross. So, I mean, Big Tuck, have you ever seen this deck out in the wild that seems like a, um, oh, of course, I'm a Jund uh, Stacks deck? Yeah, kind of. Um, I think this thing, the problem with this deck, I have seen it before. This was printed in the same thing that Prosh was. So the problem is it's always been like, sort of overclassed by other decks. Sure. Um, especially if you look at that Corvald that just came out, like yeah. sac sacrificing things. But I have seen I have seen these a couple times before. When I first started playing in 2015, I saw a fair amount of them. I haven't seen one of these. I didn't see one of these in Fort Collins. Haven't mm -hmm. seen one in Kansas City. Yeah, I'd never seen it. I'd never even heard of it before yeah. until I found it out there. The goal of this, and I think all the cards I'm going to talk about today are under like 25 cents or 50 cents or Excellent. something like that. They're dirt cheap, but... You dump out a ton of enchantments, dump out a ton of artifacts, dump out a ton of creatures, and then have a few combos. Mr. Combo, I got a few for you today uh, that, that, that keep things coming in and out. Uh, so essentially, the idea of this deck is once you get your commander out, nobody has anything on their board but lands. That sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, I, it, if you do it right, and even if you dump a little bit extra money into it, this could be really, really sure. gross. All right. So, well, what are the cards well, that are going to yeah, make well, we it do its thing? So the first card I got to talk about, and you know I had to give him a shout out at at, at some point, it's Squee the Immortal. What up, buddy? Yeah. Here he is, my boy. So Squee is 2-1 legendary goblin for one colorless and two red. He reads, you may cast Squee the Immortal from your graveyard or exile. Love it. He's an infinite <laughs> loop in himself. You just sack him, bring him back, sack him, bring him back. Make everybody else sack a creature off their board till they have nothing, unless you're playing against tokens. And even then, you could probably pretty well keep up if you do your ramp right. And, you know. He's one of the squeeze. A great thing that a lot of people don't know is that the thing in his hand is actually a card called Squeeze Toy, which you can tap to prevent one damage to a target creature. So that's how Ooh. he's immortal because oh. of the toy. I did not know that. that. Which also is which also which also is one of the artifacts that go into the infinity gun or whatever that thing is. The ultimate weapon. Never mind. Suck it. <laughs> suck it, Morthos nerds. Go ahead. No, no, it's good. I mean, it, it is a six mana loop. 
uh, to be able yeah. to do the, the sack and the sack. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think I think he obviously you have to have him in the deck because I think you probably want to do more of your sacking trying to make tokens for cheap, like a bitter blossom in this deck would just be fire because uh, you you're could. getting that free creature for. So you're basically doing a three mana sack of creature. A bitter blossom would cost more than this whole deck. Roughly. That is correct. Uh-huh. Also, also just for fr- just for backing up, it's the legacy weapon. But anyway, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but I do like it a lot because Squee the Immortal gives you a ton of flexibility being able to bring it from the graveyard or from exile because outside of just Shattergang Brothers, uh, sacrifice a creature, each other player has sack a creature. These colors lend you into other combos uh, that I know Squee won't talk about, like Food Chain and sure, some other correct. things like that. We'll not talk about uh, that. So it definitely has versatility uh, for sure. Uh, what's that? Yeah. What's that next card? So this one, and it's a playoff of my old Nissan Maxima. R.I.P. I miss you, buddy. Uh, the <laughs> oh, yeah, old blue that. mongoose. So this is going to be the green mongoose. It's called Aspect of Mongoose. It's a green <laughs> or enchantment for one colorless and a green. It reads mongoose. enchant creature. Enchanted creature can't be targeted spells or abilities. When Aspect of oh. Mongoose is put into a graveyard from play, return it back to your owner's hand. So... I mean, it's it by itself just <laughs> lends you to destroy any Not enchantment hard. you ever want, and it also gives your commander hexproof. I, I think it's it's gorgeous. I hope you're proud. <laughs> I'm just combo number five, and I approve this message. <laughs> no, that that's good, and and it, he gets shroud. How so, dare so, you? So that is the one thing with him having shroud is that you wouldn't be able to target Shattergang with anything. But I don't, I can't think of something that you would want. I, I wouldn't want to. With. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, that's that's awesome because it see the nice thing about cards like this is that so the ridiculous, <laughs> yeah, the ridiculousness, but also when later in the game, it's like, well, shit, I can't really keep sacking all my creatures because I kind of need them to block because mm-hmm. uh, I got too many people I'm going against. I'm kind of the arch enemy at this point. Um, this at least gives you something to where it's like, you know what? I'll pay three mana. Sack this, everyone sack an enchantment, and then I'll cast it again for two mana. You're only spending five mana immediately to get it back, and that at least kind of does something, and it still protects your commander, unlike Squee. Squee's just a 2-1 body that's on the ground. Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone's shaking in their boots because of Squee the Immortal, but having a Shroud Shattergang Brothers is troublesome uh, for people because you're making them get rid of stuff Mm -hmm. all the time. So yeah, Yeah. that card's great. And and the way I would use Squee is the same Similar to this, anything, all, the, all I'm looking for in this deck is just recursion that really takes care of itself. Um, so, like, Squee takes care of himself. So, if you need to sack right. a creature to get rid of something important somebody played, maybe they only had one creature out on the board and you've already wiped out everything else, it just keeps that loop going. Love it. And you can stack these on top of each other. Uh, so, the, the next, and this will actually be a double two card pair uh, in Mr. Combo S kind of style. So, the next ones I wanted to talk about. And this is going to take care of our artifacts. So we've done creatures, we've done enchantments, now we're going on to artifacts. It is Workshop Assistant and Mirror Retriever. They're going to work together. <laughs> so Workshop Assistant is a 1-2 for 3, and Mirror Retriever is a 1-1 one, one for 2. Both artifact creatures. And they read, when Workshop Assistant slash Mirror Retriever dies, return another target artifact card from your graveyard to your hand. So if you can get both of those out... One of them yeah. brings the other one back, and it never ends. It just yeah, keeps going. Yeah. That, that's a degenerate infinite combo. Isn't that Sam with... Uh, yes, it sure is. Uh, 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 trawler. Man. Scrap scrap Trawler. Yeah, but I thought there was one scrap, for the scrap, infinite there's mana. One, and... There's one with Scrap Trawler and Karakalan Ironwork. There we go. They make a gazillion 
colorless mana and then god knows what else with it so it's yeah. uh <laughs> it's done in uh it's like a modern legacy staple yeah well, it was until Crocodile and Ironworks got banned, but here we are. <laughs> uh, I think it got unbanned in modern. What? Ooh, I thought it did. Scratch. Hold on. I'm going to be looking this up. Uh, continue talking about continue. the different combo that he has. I feel so weird doing all these combos. I don't like it. Kind of uh, makes no, me feel crack dirty. is still banned. You're Suck good. it! Yep. Did, did it get, was it banned in EDH and then got unbanned? No. It should no. be, though, because it, it goes infinite in like a heartbeat with uh, Brea. Oh, that I still Brea. got it. I got it. Don't worry, I got a mine. And also, I'm gonna worry, Jimmy. <clears throat> Screw you, have the floor. <laughs> All right, so from one degenerate infinite combo to another. Yes. Uh, moving on, we're gonna talk two black creatures, and it is Cadaver Imp and Pit Keeper. So Cadaver Imp is a 1-1 one, one imp for one colorless and two black. It reads, flying, when Cadaver Imp enters the battlefield, return target creature card from graveyard to your hand. I think you see where we're going here. Oh, uh, yeah. Pitkeeper is a 2-1 human wizard for one colorless and a black, and it reads when Pitkeeper enters the battlefield, if you have four or more creature cards in your graveyard, you may return target creature card from graveyard to your hand. So then you play these infinite black and forth, and as long as you have four creatures in your graveyard, which should be pretty simple in this deck, it just keeps going and nobody yeah. has any creatures. Like, so now we've wiped just, out all the artifacts and take, all your creatures. You take these four cards you talked about, a bunch of other ones, and food chain, and it's fucking, and, and it's over. Yeah, it's nobody can play anything. Infinite loop. You have, you have lands, uh. and I'm just going to murder you. And that's it. So... I, I don't. I don't like it. So, I don't. I don't like it. Here, here, big tech. I'm gonna make it worse for you because I always like to oh, throw no. in the quote unquote sure, no. not budget ad. Uh, I'm sorry, it, Magic. It, it, sorry, it, I didn't if you do this. if you run a Shattergang Brothers deck and you're gonna do this looping and sacrificing, you gotta have an Eldrazi in the deck. That Eldrazi is that that betrays. Uh, for oh, 12 sure. mana, Annihilator 2, 11-11, but it specifically says whenever an opponent sacrifices a non-token permanent, you get that card under your control. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, Squee's uh, yeah. sacrificing his Squee. Uh, it almost sounds like he's uh, sacrificing his nether regions there. Squee sacrificing his Squee. Uh, and Watch then, it. We don't work blue on this podcast, <laughs> Mr. Cabo. And, and How then he ends up getting... How dare you? You know, let's just say at least one non-token from the three people. That's good enough. That's more sack fodder. Do sure. it again. And then you maybe get two. Uh, and then you don't have to worry about trying to recast your stuff because you're just using everyone else's stuff. You only need the one thing to start your chain. Uh, it's filthy. And, you know, it's not bad. It's only $11. I don't um, So like it could it. be worse. <laughs> I don't like it, Squee. I don't like. I don't, I don't like, like this, it this, either. This ugly, it's an ugly, ugly precipice. I didn't putting think this on it was going to be as bad when I was writing up all my oh, notes, and then gosh. after we talked about it, I feel a little gross. I'm, I'm like, aroused. I like it. I, I know you together. are. I figured you like it. I had to do one for Mr. Combo, but I went for the boy. What for the boy? Anyways, uh, well, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's it, huh? That's all I had. I'm going to go take a shower. I'll kick it back to the news desk with uh, Mr. Combo and Big Tuck. Thank you for staying with us. As always, remember the great giveaways from CMD Tower and Level 1 Game Shop by retweeting, subscribing, following, liking, sharing, and placing orders through level1gameshop.com. You can stay in touch with your MTG Action 4 news team by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and our website, cmdtower.com. You can communicate directly with your team at CMD Tower, at Mr. Combo Number 5, all spelled out except for the 5, at Dear Sweet, and maybe in the future, Big Tuck can finally get this Twitter account that I believe at this point he should have in roughly 10 days. It's getting close unless some getting sort close. of crazy shenanigans happen. Uh, from your MTG Action 4 News team, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.